Hey, playwright. I'm Tori Rice. And I'm Mabel Reynoso. And welcome to Hey, Playwright, a podcast about playwriting and life. Hey, Tori. Hey, Mabel. <laughs> welcome back. <laughs> Sup, girl, looking good. Looking good. Sup, 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 playwrights. So everyone, uh, when we record the podcast, we can see each other. And I have um, unhooded myself. I, I don't know if you realize this, Tori, but the past instances where we have been video chatting, as they say, um, I have been looking like the Unabomber. But yeah. today I have decided to unhood myself now is that because you aren't cold right now because i know you yes. said it's cold in your house it's warmer today it, it was, was really today. hot yeah. Yeah. yeah i took i took the dogs for a walk and i broke a sweat not that i don't usually because as you know we introduced a new dog to our household and he is a white german shepherd husky mix i think i mean who knows he came from tj i don't know his backstory so did i (laughs) (laughs) sorry so (laughs) i i know some of your backstory (laughs) (laughs) but you know um my other dog is from tj as well but she does not put up with his shenanigans because she's old and he is estimated to be about two years old and boy he has a lot of energy and a lot of friggin hair the amount of hair that this beast sheds is like a new dog on a daily basis but the good thing is what i really appreciate about this dog is i'm getting more exercise in the new year than i did before I mean, really, he has to be walked. He has to, and he needs tasks. I really wish he had opposable thumbs because I would put (laughs) that sucker to work so fast. I need help. I need help organizing my office. It's gotten worse. Well, I do not have a new dog. I acquired some new shoes since last we spoke. Um, that's a problem. So I have put myself officially on a shoe and clothing moratorium. So I will not be purchasing shoes or clothing in 2021, which is... Wait, you mean the whole year? Correct. Yes. Whoa. I know. But man, the shoes I acquired are insane. They're so... Uh... Wait, are those the one in the picture that you sent? On your which... The ones when you finished your your book? that you allowed yourself to get? Yes, but then I bought another pair. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) They have these amazing soles that say say, love or hate, the choice is yours. And it's, they're so beautiful. I like, I want to run and go get them. John Fluvog. I have quickly become a super fan. I didn't know that this brand existed until my writing mentor, Michelle Ruiz Keel, who has a new book coming out in July. Um, I'll plug her. We have to bring her on the show. She's amazing. But, um, she introduced me to the brand when I told her what I was doing for every thousand words, you know, I was making these little markers for my writing. Um, every thousand words I'd get, I'd give myself a $10 credit toward a new pair of shoes. <laughs> and she told me about these amazing shoes and they are, you got to show Sadie. Cause I can't imagine that 
that she would not fall in love with this brand. And they're so comfortable. That's the thing that's crazy. I Because I don't go anywhere, mm-hmm. I wear them around the house. And I, I can wear them around the house very comfortably. And, and the second pair that I bought, they have a heel. So they're comfortable and they have a heel. Okay, so, so I just need to ask you, you bought yourself two pairs of this particular brand? Yes. So the first ones that you showed me that came out in your Christmas photo, are those the same? It's the same brand? Oh, you noticed them. Yes. Uh, of course yes. I did. Those were good. <laughs> what do you think? Don't they, aren't they beautiful? They're gorgeous. Oh, yeah. They're beautiful. And like I said, super comfortable. Oh, see, that's, that's important. Yeah. Hey, did you get the email that I sent you about the 28 plays later? Right. Yes. Plans? That <laughs> sounds really cool. Yeah, so I wanted to turn our listeners on to it. I want to encourage everyone to uh, take a look at the website, which is theliteralchallenge.com slash 28 plays later. And what what they do if you sign up to do it is every day you get a writing brief and you have 36 hours to write a play in response. They can be any length, they can be any genre, and they can be any language, which I think is just fantastic. So this is just a great opportunity. You do not need to contribute any money, although if you do contribute money, that's great too, because at the very end, everyone who finishes that 28 Plays Later Challenge splits that pot of money. But again, you don't have to contribute and you would still be eligible to split whatever's in the pot. So I just think that's that's a, a great opportunity for new and seasoned writers to just keep the muscle working. Um, yeah, so I'm I'm gonna do it because I know I am failing a little bit with our there 90, is no failing day. Okay, well, the 90 day play challenge. Where are you in your process with that, Mabel? <sighs> I am, I'm not, I'm not going to say I'm failing. I am making progress. Mm-hmm. I did write today, actually. That book is fantastic. Um, I do love all of the writing exercises. I just found that I had so many things jump onto my plate that I wasn't expecting mm-hmm. that I was finding it a challenge just to stick to the book by you know, six stick strictly to the book. So um, as we often do in life, I'm taking what I can use right now and making that work for me. And it is valuable. That book is, is awesome. So anyone looking for a way to really dig in and get all of the meat of your story and your characters, that is a fantastic book to do that with. And, and I love that she, it is a step-by-step process. You will have a full play by the end of it. If you follow Mm -hmm. that book. Um, so where are you? I'm on page 15. Dang. I think I, yeah. I'm, but I had to, I had, you know, I started, I fell out of love with my play. Right. Uh, and now I've, I've, you know, I shared with you my new idea and it seems to be going well. So I was working with that today and um, yeah. And I'm, and I'm just going to keep going. But the problem with me is that I have a major deadline uh, that's due 
um, at the end of February. So I, I think that I'm not going to be able to, to remember I told you, I was like, I need a weekend because I'll pound it out in a weekend. I'll pound out my first draft, a completed first draft in a weekend. But um, I don't think that I'm going to have a weekend available before that because I have to make this other deadline for this other project. But meanwhile, like I still have the file open. So if I have time between other things or I just need a break from some other work that I'm doing, I'll, um, I'll still type some stuff. So I did, I did, you know, one and a half pages today, I think. No, probably not even one and a half pages. Maybe like one, one page actually. So you know, uh, yeah, but. But 90 days from now, if I can keep that one page going. Yeah, that's right. And quantity, right? Or mm -hmm. quality, I mean, quality. Mm -hmm. So if you feel like that's, you're getting that, then, you know, it's, it just feels like everything during quarantine is, well, it is, it's just a different. Yeah. Dynamic for everything. Hey, Tori, do you have any favorite love stories? What's your favorite love story? Stephen Dietz has so many that are good to me, like trust and private eyes and just about, um, do we really know our partners? And those are interesting stories. Or what does it mean to love someone? Mm. Do you have any you can think of? I, I, one of the coolest, it's a musical. Okay. Called If Then. Um, Edina Menzel played the lead. Um, and it was, it was kind of parallel lives story, you know, where like if she could have gone one way and her life would have turned out this way and, or if she would have gone the other way, her life would have turned out this other way. And, um, and one was a love story and one was that the, the love that, she thought she would have didn't pan out but the what i really loved about that was just how in that other thread where the romantic love didn't pan out it was really the love that she had um for her friends and i i just i was bawling because it was so beautiful um and it made me call my best friend and just be like i love you <laughs> <laughs> You know, just just because that um, was highlighted in that in that story, I thought it was really beautiful. So, yeah, uh, the music was great. By the way, you can listen to it. Um, if then on Spotify. I wonder if if my kiddo knows it. I'm gonna have to ask her. Got a lot of potty language. Well, it's not <laughs> like she doesn't know. You know, I mean, we took her to see Dear Evan Hansen a couple of years ago, and. So they're all, there are different kinds of love, right? Yeah, yeah. The love for your friends. And I'm glad you brought that up. I really was thinking romantic love, but I, I like that. I mean, it's there. That's one of our human needs. That's a mm -hmm. universal want and need, you know? <laughs> well, the reason <laughs> that I'm bringing up love stories, Tori, uh -huh. is because Valentine's day, as you know, is coming mm -hmm. up and hey playwright is doing what what are we doing for valentine's day what's on the we, docket yes we will be doing a five minute 
play contest to celebrate Valentine's Day. Woo-hoo. Uh, woo-hoo. We're calling it Hey Playwright uh, Five Minute Valentine's, but it's the V, like the Roman numeral five. Yes. V Minute Valentine's. V Minute Valentine's. We're so, <laughs> so clever. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we are. Wait, what is it that that my husband was wanting to call it? Love in a nutshell. Love in a nutshell. Okay, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) There was also love briefs discussed, which I I, liked. I liked. Yeah, I like that. But but it's but it's five minute um, five minute stories about love, but it can also be heartbreak. It can be any kind of love, just anything that um, where where love is concerned, whether good or bad, right? That's right. I'm going to read our blurb. We are excited to announce a call for entries for the Hey Playwright five-minute Valentine's episode that will be performed live via Zoom and Facebook on Saturday, February 13th, 2021. No monologues, and please limit cast to two to three characters. Selected plays will be read by some of our favorite actors. And this is not in it, but if you attended the Halloween five-minute frights, that was a blast and you can actually go up on youtube and watch the recording of that show if you want to get a taste of what it is we selected and um and take a look at some of our favorite actors so to enter your play we are going to have a form up on our website we just ask that you get that filled out and turned into us by january 27th at 11 59 p.m. Pacific time. And then we'll get you what you need to get started. There's no entry fee, only one submission per playwright. And we look forward to hearing from all of you. It was so fun last time to read the entries. We had people from all over the world enter the contest. Mm -hmm. And then um, when we recorded, the playwrights stayed after and we did a QA. and a It was a lot of fun. It was really, really fun. Yeah, it was a great time. So we're going to do it again for Valentine's Day. Yay! Yes, we are. And we have a great season. We've got some um, wonderful guests lined up to come on the podcast and chat with us about storytelling and theater making and human being. <laughs> okay, so you made me think of an asking for a friend when you were talking about your what are you calling it? You're you're not going to buy shoes or clothes. What are you oh, my it? shoe moratorium. Your my moratorium. shoe and clothing moratorium. Yes. Okay. So let me ask you this. Okay. Asking for a friend. Would you wear a used pair of shoes? I yes, I I, I would, and I have. I've bought shoes at an estate sale. In fact, I bought um. Dude, I bought like Gucci. I bought Ferragamos. I bought, yeah, I bought some kick-ass shoes at an estate sale. Absolutely. I would buy them at an estate sale, at a thrift shop, at a garage sale. I would wear the shoes. If my sister uh, and I had the same shoe size, I would wear, yes, I, I, I've worn my kids' shoes, which is, sounds very weird, <laughs> but my son oh. has some really awesome zombie shark van slip-ons. And I have worn them because we at at this moment we are the same shoe size. Oh wow! So yeah. you have you have smaller feet then. 
I do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Sadie, Sadie I, don't, I think I think she's getting close to my shoe size, but um, she's still she's still got smaller feet than me. But is it impolite yeah. to ask what shoe size do you wear that I wear? Eight oh. and a half. Eight and a half. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm, a, I'm six and a half. Oh yeah, you've got small feet. So uh, mm -hmm. so yeah, but yes. Which, how about you? Do you, would you would you wear used shoes? I oh I, I have mm -hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, and I went to an estate sale a couple of months ago and picked up a couple of things for my kiddo that she could use in cosplay. I mean, they were in mint condition and really cool shoes. So that's awesome. I, you know, I picked them up for like five bucks a piece. Why are people weird about wearing used shoes? Is oh, that a I thing? Don't know. Oh, okay. I mean, I'm sure. Well, I don't know. I asked for a friend. Oh, <laughs> no, I didn't know. I was like, should I feel weird about it? Is that yeah. weird? But no, dude, I love shoes. They do not mm -hmm. have to be new. If it's a kick-ass shoe, mm -hmm. then I don't, I don't care if someone was, you know, like in the feet, like it's, I was going to say buried, buried in them, oh, well, but uh, I guess if they were buried, <laughs> you would, you would then I probably, them. yeah, I probably <laughs> don't want them because I, I would, I would think that they, they were unburied in a very shady way. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So, so yes, not buried, but, uh, but yeah, I don't, a good shoe is a good shoe is a good shoe. All right. So All right. Yeah, I'm excited about the, the possibilities for our V minute Valentine's. Woohoo. Woo okay. Yeah. So I, I, I feel like because we're, we, we, I didn't even think about it, but now um to leave people with a prompt i kind of want to leave mm. people with a prompt okay so this is not necessarily a theatrical one although it can be but in the spirit of love the prompt is to write a love letter to yourself so mm. it can be it can be from someone else or it can be a letter from you to you but a love letter to yourself i like because, it because we we all need we all need to love ourselves a little bit more even even those of us that love ourselves can never love yourself too much i'm not saying be a narcissist but <laughs> <laughs> so i guess you can love yourself too much well i don't know uh, if narcissism yeah. is loving yourself but um but yes, we all we all need to to show more grace towards ourselves, I think, and and more compassion towards ourselves, and 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 show ourselves love, be yeah. kind to ourselves, yeah, and realize the things that we say to ourselves sometimes are things we would never say to anybody else because they're awful, right? So true. I gotta stop calling myself a moron. <laughs> yeah, you do need to stop that. <laughs> But it's so true. No, it is not. It's Stop. so true. No, it but you know what? Too. But but I call other people morons too. So mm -hmm. it's not. Well, yeah. they probably deserve it. <laughs> Kidding. Uh... And by the way, any of our listeners, if you um, can think of someone in your circle who's a playwright, a theater maker that you think you know, they they would 
be a lot of fun to interview and have on the show with us, please send the information to us at heyplaywright at gmail.com or go to our Facebook page or Instagram, where else? Twitter. Uh, but I'm excited. Second season, season two. Here we go. Here we go. Yeah. Put on your seatbelts. <laughs>